on top of everything here. This is the Rich Eisen Show. What an awful piece of execution by the downtrodden Chicago Bears. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I've said it like five times. We didn't do anything well enough to win. So then his media availability today. Look, fellas, I apologize. Belichick. Kinder and gentler. Today's guests, two-time Super Bowl champion Eli Manning, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin, ESPN NBA Today analyst Richard Jefferson, plus your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yes, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We're here live in Los Angeles, California, getting set for two more football games tonight after two Last night, and I am wearing a plum sweater. Uh, welcome to this edition of our program on NBC Sports on Peacock, on NBC Sports Audio uh, Channel 85, uh, on your Sirius XM dial. Hello to the Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio listeners. This station's smart enough to have us, so we appreciate the program directors and all the P1s out there who listen to us on this terrestrial radio dial we also say hello to our odyssey listeners streaming us from coast to coast we say hello to our podcast listeners listening us to, to us whenever you darn well please it's your right and uh it's also uh greatly appreciated that you listen to our podcast version of this show where all podcasts are acquired on the cumulus podcast network youtube.com slash rich eisen show every single day we love watching um how you consume our program and why you consume it is is uh, something that we don't take for granted. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you, sir? Uh, Professor Plum with the microphone in the studio. <laughs> That's it. Got it. Yeah. That's okay. it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Uh, you're Mr. White. Um, I'll, t- I'll take it. Okay. Good to see you. Jason uh, Feller is here. Good to see you, Feller. Good to What's see you. What's up, Jay Felt? How are you? Uh, and then good yeah. to see you, TJ Jefferson. Yeah, Rich, good to you, see you. You have a plum sweater on. I have an EO Shirai t shirt on. So we're. Pretty much We're the on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, you know. Uh, good to see Jay, Jay Felly. If he had a uh, if he had a grease board like you, it'd be how about them Raiders? Yeah. Yep. Raider His Nation. Las Vegas Raiders. He's part of Raider Nation. Jackpot, that. baby. Yes, yeah. I mean, what a game yesterday <laughs> against uh, Big Nick Mullins and <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, who basically had Nick Chubb, uh, David and Joku, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. And uh, they had Higgins going. They had, uh, and you know, and Miles Garrett on one wheel, and Greedy Williams and the rest of that defense balling out best they can. And um, Cleveland had it right there. I mean, what a win that would have been for the Cleveland Browns. And I know that that is a um, a constant phrase that uh, does not pay, unfortunately, in Cleveland too often. But I mean, to be teed up right there. For uh, for for a dub at home, and to pick off Derek Carr with two minutes and change to go, Oof. and have that be the uh, remaining high point of your game is just patently disappointing and upsetting. That one last Daniel Carlson kick sent the Cleveland Browns from first place in the AFC North to last place in the AFC North. From 4th overall to 12th overall in the AFC. That's how crazy it is for the AFC playoff picture right now. In the AFC North neighborhood and then the entire conference from coast to coast. From 4th to 12th. From the penthouse to the outhouse. And the outhouse, though, is only just a game back in the division. 
So it's still not over in the division for the Cleveland Browns because one of their remaining games is against the Cincinnati Bengals, who they've already beaten. I said this weeks ago. It still is the case for Cleveland. The problem for Cleveland is, is they still have a whole host of players sitting on the COVID list, and hopefully they will test out in time for Christmas because they have to go visit the Green Bay Packers, who are playing the best, most consistent football in the entire National Football League right now, with Aaron Rodgers playing the best football of his life. And that is saying a lot because he won the MVP last year doing exactly that. It looks really bleak for the Cleveland Browns right now. And I know it doesn't feel great to be a Cleveland Brown fan, that you feel like the NFL gods kicked you in the nards once again. But you could still win this division. You got to go to Lambeau first, though, and win that game. A very tough assignment. As for the Las Vegas Raiders, what more has this team been through and gone through? What more can they go through? Their coach, they come off of it. They, they have an incredible start to the season, and their coach, poof, is gone. Google it if you need to for John Gruden. I don't think anybody needs to. Henry Ruggs on their bye week gets drunk, gets behind the wheel of a car, kills somebody, going in insane miles per hour. His life is essentially destroyed. He destroys another person's life, and that now rests in the locker room with somebody that they went to battle with and they loved and they were shocked by and they were maybe disappointed by. But all of those emotions needed to be corralled with an interim head coach, and the team swooned. But they show up on Thanksgiving and beat the – Dallas Cowboys, and then they swoon again, and then they get a game in Cleveland, one of those must-have games, and it's on a Saturday, and they show up for work on Friday. I had Brian Edwards, who had the first touchdown of the night for the uh, Vegas Raiders um, last night, and he had uh, he opened the scoring in the game. I had him on the Westwood One halftime coverage of the Bears and the and the um, and the Vikings. Uh, he 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 confirmed what everyone was reporting, Chris, last Friday, is that they showed up to like, McCarran Airport. They were waiting. ready to go. Yeah. They were going through TSA, That's and they crazy. said, turn around. Wow. Go home. They were going through the checkpoint. Okay? So they didn't get through security, which means they never saw Serrano take the discs, as you know that no, he took course, it you know, right. through security. Or no, actually, it was well, before was, security. That's exactly was right. Probably so maybe they could have seen Serrano. Different my, security My gratuitous uh, midnight run reference has fallen flat. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they had to turn around. Go home. Okay, so what? We just wait for an update? You'll text us when to go to the airport? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, they're flying standby. Like, that's yeah, flying standby. <laughs> so they then go to Cleveland, and yeah, they did have more of their players and Cleveland had more of theirs. And I know that's what a lot of people might say. The Vegas Raiders, you couldn't beat Nick Mullins. Hey man, you're still human beings who had to get on a plane, who had to get out of their routine. And this is a very routinized business. And it looked pretty damn bleak when Derek Carr threw that interception and they played defense and they got the ball back and Carr got him down the field. And Daniel Carlson is nails. And the Vegas Raiders are still in the mix. They're at seven and seven. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's a chance. Yeah, they're at seven and seven right now. They're tenth in the conference, sniffing it behind the Steelers and the Ravens. So they're, you know, 
The Dolphins, Browns, and Broncos are looking up at the Raiders, and that Browns loss to the Raiders, I fear, could be one of those tie breaks that they don't want to have um, placed on the table a couple weeks into January. But just one way that it won't matter is win the division. And they can. They absolutely can. But first things first, get everyone off the COVID list and go to Green Bay and try and win a football game. And the Raiders are one of the most resilient bunches uh, that we've seen in the NFL in quite some time. You know, we made a lot of what the Ravens have been through in terms of injuries, but the Raiders lost their coach in week three and lost a teammate because he killed somebody. And I know that Henry Ruggs, is a, his life is what it now is, but he was still a teammate to his his locker room mates, and I, 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 I tip my, my, I tip your Raiders cap in their direction, Mister Jay Felly. Well, thank you. You, you know, it's it, it really was an amazing win for them last night. The Vikings are who we think they are, which is I don't know who the hell they are. I mean, I, I you know, they, they, they did play well enough to win a game last night, and I think that they are uh, a talented bunch with a quarterback who can light it up, although he didn't last night and a wide receiver who is top five in the league in Justin Jefferson, and no Adam Thielen last night, and Dalvin Cook is a top five running back who just kept running into a buzzsaw. He ran 28 times. If it was the Steelers, he would have had 400 yards with 28 runs, but he was against the Bears defense um, that just is not quitting, and he only got 89 yards out of it. And... You know, it's fortunate for them. They're facing a Bears team that is just absolutely 100% going to have a next coach next year, a new coach. I like Matt Nagy. He's been on the show. He gave, us a, he gave me a visor. You know, he took my advice about not wearing a visor because we're part of the Bald Brotherhood together. I'm concerned about his dome. Um, <laughs> he came into the league and, uh, you know, turned – um, Trubisky straw into gold. They made a playoffs. They got double doinked at home. They could have easily been a division round team that year where Nagy was coach of the year. Don't forget Matt Nagy has coach of the year on his resume. A lot of people seem to forget that right now, but it's just not working. It's not working at all. You could say that choosing a young quarterback and throwing him into this mix while potentially setting up the Bears for the future was just a very wrong move to win this year with the line as it was constituted to protect this kid up front. And the rest of the weaponry around him maybe not ready, but that's the whole, I mean, once Matt Nagy is no longer there, and I, I fear that that's the language to be used you know, we'll we'll talk about Ryan Pace, the general manager, making these decisions. They don't have a, a first round draft choice till twenty twenty three. They um, need to protect Justin Fields, who definitely wasn't ready. Uh, we 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 all can see that, but he does have some ability. And unfortunately, for a coach who needs to win now, that's just not the right quarterback to have. And it's just all going, I, I just felt for Matt Nagy. He probably had to look around like, do I have to have some sort of a seance? What do I have to do? <laughs> what do I have to do? What do I have to offer up to the football gods to change all of this? But the, the 
signs of a poor team are mistakes, obviously, and then shooting yourself in the foot mistakes. There's mistakes in execution, and then there's just mistakes like personal foul penalties. Last night's game by the numbers for the Bears, four personal foul penalties, including one of his own, Matt Nagy, he almost got a second one, too, with an angry challenge flag. I texted Mooch. There's a famed Mariucci angry challenge flag. I mean, he that, gronk spiked I know thing. he did, but the whole <laughs> thing is that he didn't need to do it because they had already changed the sky spot judge. of the football. The yeah. sky judge had already chimed in, and, and, and that's a kind of difficult for a lot of us to understand well, saying it at home. Is, right, and right. at one point they didn't even make an announcement that right. they had reviewed it and changed. And I forget which one that, of the many – uh, moments where there's a ruling on the field and then after 30 seconds you hear the uh, ref say the ruling on the field is now something completely different. And when that happens, by the way, folks, that means that New York City, which is watching the game, has gotten in the ears of all the officials on the field to say, hey, this is the way it is. Let's save everyone a challenge flag. Let's save the, the, the game uh, a couple minutes. Let's just change the ruling right here. Uh, Nagy um, and the Bears, four personal foul penalties last night. Four personal foul penalties, three turnovers on downs, two fumbles, and one touchdown with no time left. Just to make it a little prettier. And I guess put the scare in whoever had what. Uh, I texted you for that right away. For whoever had uh, Bears plus uh, yeah, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, there's some... no more extra points, folks. Yeah, we don't do yeah, that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tease is still here. By the way, in case everyone's wondering why no extra points anymore on those situations, uh, the Music City Miracle changed all that. If you remember that, when Stephon Diggs and the uh, Minnesota Vikings Mm -hmm. shocked the Saints in the playoffs, they dragged the Saints out of the locker room to kick the extra point that meant nothing. The Minnesota Miracle back in the day. Remember that? What did I say, Miami Miracle? The the Miami Miracle was the the, the the Tannehill. You said Music Uh, music City. City. My bad. The Minnesota Miracle changed all that. They tracked the Saints out of the locker room to kick the extra point. I know you just lost the most heartbreaking <laughs> playoff hey, game and the most we heartbreaking need 11 defeat. guys to we come need, stand right, here. Literally, that happened. <laughs> so and they, so they, they yeah. Any 11. I think Sean Payton, who was on the competition committee at the time, came out and said, yeah, we're, we need to change that. At any rate, uh, the Bears are absolutely um, one of the worst teams in football. And Matt Nagy's going to get it. And the question is only, is the general manager going to get it too? Do the McCaskies clean the entire house? I mean, they should have already. It's uh, you know, it's, you it's could eleven make... fifteen in Chicago. Like, what are we waiting for? Well, there's three games to go. But you need to get a leg up on interviews. Potentially, and, you can, or I don't know. You may have already. I, I I don't know the answer to that. We'll find out how this new early window of coaches being made available for interviewing does change anything uh, if you're one of those organizations like i can wait you know another week and a half we'll get in we'll get our in you know we're the chicago bears we have a lot to offer you know i don't know and it's certainly not like you're gonna need to give the fans what they want because nobody showed up last night if you saw there was hardly anybody in the stands in soldier field last night so the Vikings got, you know, what they needed to do, which is a win. They also got fortunate that they're facing a team that's, you know, staggering to the finish. Despite the Bears defense balling out, man. You know, and that is something that you should give to Matt Nagy's credit, is that the team doesn't look like they are tapped out. That defense did not look to me like they were tapped out. I just think offensively they're tapped out in terms of talent, to be there for Justin Fields, 
up front. You know, up front. And and then some of the play calling, and this is definitely, uh, I notice it because of fantasy, David Montgomery. I mean, he, he gets two snaps. When he ran it three times in a row last night, I'm like, okay, uh, that, that, that makes sense here, <laughs> yep. right? And then out he comes. And then let's do a jet sweep. Let's do this. Let's do that. And, you know, I guess you got to have some variety. Um, but that's the guy you need to run your offense through, not Justin Fields. It's 32. He is, he's a difference maker. And Fields maybe one day. He just isn't yet. And, uh, man, it would have been nice for the Bears to finish up strong with a big win last night. But they just don't have the horses. And 17-9, once again, Vikings have a one-score game. Just when you thought they would finally win by more than one score, the the last second uh, touchdown changes all of that. So if the Vikings run into a team that could put points on the board and they have a game like that against the defense, they might be one and done. If they're the seventh seed, which they are right now, if the Washington football team wins tonight, Washington football team's the seventh seed. If the Eagles win tonight, they're seven and seven, but the Vikings stay in that seventh spot. So Minnesota fans are... Rooting hard for either Jalen Hurts or Gardner Minshew, or we'll find out shortly if the Washington football team is going to have Taylor Heineke or Kyle Allen available. According to Ron Rivera, they're both sitting there in Washington, D.C., hoping to get the proper test results. And I guess what? They'll take the Amtrak up? So it is. They'll take the fast train? I don't know. It's not that far. It's not. Let's take a break. We have got some great guests. Eli Manning's first up. As you know, we love the Manning cast. There's something he also wants to talk about called the Eli Manning Show. Wait till you hear who his next guest is, certainly in advance of the Bears-Giants game that's coming up uh, with two weeks to go. That's a tease. Yes, indeed. Think of the greatest, the the most famous Bears fan that's out there, and he's the the guest. Ashton Kutcher? Um... It's not him. Oh, okay. <laughs> With all due respect to your 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 BFF. Uh, Lane Kiffin, speaking of Ole Miss, the head coach of Ole Miss is going to be on here. Can't wait to hear his thoughts on the NIL and the early signing period and all that good stuff. And by the way, he went from the pros to college, so uh, he must have a, a good sense of or an opinion on Urban Meyer, I'm one would think. Sure Richard Jefferson will be joining us because uh, hoops, Christmas Day hoops right around the corner. He wants to promote all that. We have got a new segment uh, on the program that's coming up in hour number one, actually later on in this hour. Stay tuned for our new segment called Rise and Shine. We'll tell you what that's all about. Also, I've got a four downs. Got that. And uh, break out your shiny puffy coats, everybody. (laughs) Take that. Take that. Okay. For Kurt Warner. Let's take a break. Eli Manning joining us when we come back right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Excited to chat with one of my favorites. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Here with our terrestrial radio affiliates joining us on NBC Sports on Peacock and NBC Sports Audio Sirius XM channel 85 and joining us here on the mercedes-benz vans phone line is a man i mean his the manning cast as you know i have said nothing but uh uh love for it because it is just a total delight and the eli manning show can be seen on the giants youtube channel the next episode drops uh two days before new year's with bill murray as his guest oh wow eli manning back here on the rich eisen show how you doing eli I'm doing great, Rich. How are you? I'm doing better. For, I'm doing better for talking to you. So, um, <laughs> what, why was Kurt Warner wearing your jacket last night, Eli? Was that something from back in the mid aughts that he got from you? That jacket from last night? Did you see that? I Eli? didn't see that. You didn't. You wearing my jacket? Oh no. my gosh! What happened? Oh, Eli, you've been off of Twitter. Yeah, I'm Kurt. Off. Yeah, Kurt, I've been off Twitter today. Okay, uh, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt wore jacket last night. Um, it was this big silver puffy jacket. Um, and he's been, he got roasted, uh, big time roasted for it. It's, uh, uh, Lance Briggs said it looked like a wrapped up uh, burrito. Uh, uh, NFL Network said it looked like a Hershey's Kiss, like that sort of thing. I thought you'd have definitely I've, seen that. I follow you on Twitter, so if I check my Twitter, you, did you comment on it? Um, have I commented on it? I have not yet. No. Okay. No, I'm sorry. No I let you down. I wonder I did. I wonder. <laughs> Is that how my tweet made the Manning cast a few weeks ago? Where you noticed it during yeah. a commercial break? Is that what happened? Exactly. I notice. I notice everything you do. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm a follower. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eli. Uh, this the Manning cast has been an absolute delight. Uh, I'm wondering if this is what you guys envisioned when you decided to do this for ESPN. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. This is what we were, you know, what we hoped would would people would find entertaining, and so I think just the idea of of Peyton and I. Um, you know, just you know, hanging out, talk, talking ball, uh, taking shots at each other, yep. and you know, having some fun guests on to, to uh, you know, um, you know, guys you know a little bit where you can you can poke fun at them. You know, no one's gonna get sensitive, no one's gonna get their feelings hurt, and so you know, we didn't, we kind of knew going in, you know, the first couple was gonna be a little bit of hey, let's see what works, what doesn't work, and and see what you know fans like and adjust. From that, we tried to have a few like kind of scripted things early on with some plays. Peyton like trying on helmets. He was a little nervous 
uh, I think, a little excited. He was a little excited the first couple episodes that we yeah. kind of, uh, you know, got through those uh, those and, and just said, hey, we don't we don't have to plan much. That's what the game's for. You know, have, have some guests, plan for the guests. Mm-hmm. But when we're just talking ball, just let's just let's talk. You know, something's going to happen that we can discuss and, and find interesting just from our knowledge of being around the game for so long. And then again, so both of you are those studios built in your uh, nearby or in your basements? Are those really your? I'm in my basement. Yeah, I'm in I'm in my basement, and um, <laughs> you know, and so yeah, I, I when I uh, when I built it, it wasn't planned to be a studio to yeah. host Monday Night Football. That was not. <laughs> That was not in the in the game plan, but uh, Peyton somehow convinced a buddy of his yes. to let him use his oh. um, kind of garage little area, and so I'm sure, you know, at first, you know, it was kind of, you know, it was kind of sold as, hey, it's just like a Zoom, it's easy, you pop right in. It's not quite <laughs> that. A little, a little more lights, more cameras, more yeah. TVs, more people in your yeah. area than maybe we we. Uh, uh, we're initially told. So your commute is just downstairs. He's got to hop in a car. Is what you're saying to he, get to work? He's got to hop in a car, okay. which is maybe not a bad thing. Maybe not a bad sure. thing. I, okay. I just go right downstairs. Uh, my kids love. They love Monday nights. So they, they, they kind of like the excitement. There are people around. There's we go. They usually come down, uh, kind of in the basement with me around. You know, around seven o'clock. I go down and just kind of go over my notes and get it, make sure everything's working. And they they run down and just start. You know, they like all the cameras. They get the, you know, That's the great. point laser pointer. They're on the little tablet. They're drawing things. They're, you know, they like all the toys and start dancing. And when, you know, you know, they see a camera, they kind of, you know, that's there. They, they light up and, and start acting out, which, uh, which which makes it fun. So, I mean, and the thing that I enjoy seeing, too, well, it's just, you know, you guys and your just your natural habitat of being brothers. You know, and um, and also just, you know, behind the scenes in a well, I never thought I'd see Peyton in skinny jeans, to be honest with you. Um, also, I've never seen him inhale his hand before. How come you're not caught on camera eating? Do you not? What, why, what, what's well, up with that, Eli? Well, because I'm I'm East Coast time, so it, you know the game starts at eight fifteen. I've already eaten dinner. He's, <sighs> he's in Denver. You know, the game starts at six fifteen. Oh. He's got the commute before, so he's not hungry at five thirty. He's got a, oh. he's, you know, so that's at halftime is his dinner. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's an unfortunate scheduling. Uh, I guess wouldn't call it an, an snafu, an issue. Um, yeah, and so. Um, and I just noticed there was one week where he he left and he turned his back to eat. So the ca- back, yeah. and they zoomed yeah. in on him. And he well, because he was doing it the first couple of weeks as well, he would just be eating there, devouring food. And, and I, I, you know, I kind of just secretly said to the producer, "I'm like, hey, are we filming this? Let's just make sure like we're we're catching this for future reference, and we need to we need to go back." And so, and then another week again, he was you know when he was just eating a full chicken, uh, like, you know, just like it was, I don't know, fried chicken, but it wasn't, just with his hands. And, and so I'm like, you know, hey, just, just double-checking, we're, we're recording this. Not not thinking I was going to use it at the time, but he took a shot at me for something, and I just, I kind of, you know, brought, brought it up, and, you know, credit to the producers, they, they quickly could reference anything that's on, that has been filmed uh, previously, so they went right to it, and and there you go. So a lot of it is, you know, it's not planned, it's not scripted, and, and you know, so that's that's the idea. You know, I think Peyton and I both understand that, like, hey, you know, 
the, the us making fun of each other is what what people like, what people enjoy, mm-hmm. and so you almost you know try to create it like I'm you know try to throw softballs to each other so they can you know just you know bash you know he can bash me and vice versa. Well, the thing I also like too is just uh, both of yours, although you you either hide it more or what have you, distaste for bad football just. You know, yeah, I, clock management. Oh gosh, Peyton's biggest pet peeve, I think I've I've discovered is yeah, clock management before halftime, right? And uh, or into the game is just you know what frustrates him more than anything else. Absolutely, I I, I see all that, but I, I I enjoy that, and of course, your both of your brilliant knowledge of pre-snap, post-snap, then diagnosing it, um, it it is it's great, and when the games are tight in the fourth quarter. I just love locking in with you, and if you have a guest that also, like Russell Wilson, week one, terrific. I mean, you know, it's just great. Just locking in with you guys about what's to be expected, what happened, what should have happened. It's great, Eli. Truly, congratulations on that. Thank you. No, thank you. I think it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. You know, when I I retired from football and, and trying to figure out Kind of what I wanted to do uh, going forward. I didn't, you know, at the time I didn't realize there was a job where you could just watch football, and make fun of your brother. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad that was an option. I think it just, you know, it's, it's the perfect job for me. So I'm glad that's uh, that's available. Eli Manning here on the Rich Eisen Show and the Eli Manning Show. So you got uh, you hung out with Bill Murray, and this is going to drop in advance of Bears Giants next yeah. Thursday, a week from this Thursday. How, exactly. How was that? You know, how was that? that was, it was it was unbelievable, and it, it wasn't originally. It wasn't meant to be a full show. It was just going to be a kind of a little tidbit. But we had so much good information. I am a huge Bill Murray fan. Just growing growing up, you know, with especially with two older brothers, with Peyton Cooper, they're five and seven years older. So, like, you know, I was probably you know watching Stripes uh, and Meatballs before I before I should have. But you know, from <laughs> Ghostbusters to Caddyshack, to, yes. you know, anything. You know, Groundhog Day. Like I, I know, I know every line. I know the, his name and all those characters. I've seen all those movies so many times. Where you know, it was just fun for me to to sit there, kind of just talk talk old school movies. What he was improving, what was really scripted, um, and just to hang out with him. And then, and then, you know, we kind of just were walking around. How he, and all of a sudden, he just reacts to uh, uh, people that we were around. I don't want to give away too much what okay. happens in the show, but it involves some foreign uh, exchange students, I believe, who had no idea who I was, but immediately <laughs> recognized Bill Murray and, and what, what proceeds to happen. It's just, you know, such you know, raw uh, footage and, of him just in action. And he just, it was a, an awesome day for me. One of my childhood heroes, oh, that's great. Um, you know, and so it's, it's been a lot of fun. I get, you know, I normally do the show with Sean O'Hara. He wasn't there this day, but normally with Sean, who's, you know, uh, I know you, y'all know, well, yes. and, you know, to see, but one of my best friends and former teammates. So kind of the same, you know, similar relationship as Peyton and I, where we can, attack each other there, there's no no sensitivity we have a sensitivity fine rule if you get if you get uh if you're a little sensitive you get upset about anything it, it's a fine that uh, you have to pay it eventually goes to charity well i mean you also had kevin durant rich Kleiman, who's been on this show as well that 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 episode was earlier this month um kevin hart i mean this is fun uh but you know bill murray is like famously difficult to book like you have to call like a number and he answers it from a payphone or something crazy <laughs> he's like no that agent. he's got no right. agent so how'd you get him how'd you, how'd you land uh, bill you know, murray? I, 
just you know I have my sources, Rich. Okay. I can't, I can't <laughs> my source. That was that was kind of part of the deal. Okay. okay I gotta, it's like know, Fight Club. I, it's like Fight Club. You can't talk about it's it. Fight Club. Okay. First rule about booking Bill Murray: is you can't tell anybody how you booked Bill Murray. Okay. Yeah, it's, that, that ain't easy, man. And Letterman the other night too. I mean, you guys have in John Stewart. I mean, you guys have had incredible guests, and you're getting the same here for Eli Manning for the Eli Manning show. And again. Um, you're getting a sponsor next year. You got Duncan joining you next year. Does that mean uh, we get uh, uh, free munchkins or something like that, mm. Eli, just for having you yeah. on the program to promote yeah. it? Can we get that? For, since you're promoting my show, I'll send you some munchkins. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. And again, we're, yeah. we just want to make sure we know we're talking about donuts here. Um, oh. Okay. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what we're talking about. So, uh, Eli, let me just ask you this question. The best team you've seen on Monday Night Football right now? From your perspective, is who? Ooh, um, that's Which one? Tough. I mean, <laughs> I mean, um, you know how the NFL changes every week. Obviously, I thought the Patriots were playing really good football, and for them to win a game where their quarterback throws three passes in, in the game is was pretty impressive. But then they go out and and get you know get spanked by Indianapolis. It's kind of or, you know following week. I don't know if they got spanked, but got but got beat by Indy. So. Um, you know, I think I still think they're a really good team. Their defense plays plays well, um, and then you catch you know you catch some teams, you know, early on that that weren't playing as well. And you look at like Kansas City that wasn't playing well, and now they're playing they're playing great. Offense is clicking, defense is clicking. So it definitely changes over the course of the season. But you know, you kind of feel like you know, you know, Kansas City is is has regained their. Uh, mojo and it's kind of the team to beat right now okay so you like kansas city what about in the nfc i mean you see rogers playing out of his skull um, yeah. brady I ran think, into I another think... saints wall um that was you know <laughs> that's crazy uh, in the regular season yeah. obviously so what do you think in the nfc what's your breakdown yeah I, there? Think, I think like you said i think the, uh, the packers are playing uh are playing the best football kind of all, all around mm-hmm. um Rodgers, I think, just kind of faking this, you know, toe injury just so people, <laughs> you know, think he's hurt and yeah. he's just, you know, throwing four yeah. touchdowns every game and, crazy. and looks fine to me out there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think I still think Tampa's right up there with them. Just, um, you know, they, you know, uh, you're always going to have that tough game. They lost, you know, they lost a couple of guys, but they're still – Still, still talented, and, and uh, you know we'll have a little time to get back healthy and 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 make the playoffs, and and uh, we'll still be good going down that stretch, I believe. And then I, I'll, I'll ask you the question. I know all my Giants friends would love for me to ask you, uh, Daniel Jones, who I know uh, you have a fondness for, um, and and his uh, season. There's just I, I don't know how you evaluate, right? The the offensive right. coordinator gets fired in the middle. He's now hurt. He's not going to play the rest of the year, and they have to, the organization needs to make an evaluation on him. I would say, toot sweet, certainly with maybe a new GM, and who the heck knows what's going on there. What, what would your opinion be on what the Giants should do in regards to your successor at the position? Yeah, you, you know, know, obviously it's a tough situation with with everything going on with you know uh, with, with the offense and the struggles they've had all season and so I think it's really that's kind of a call for for Joe Judge and John Mara and, and um you know Gettleman and, and what they're going to do uh from all all those things and 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 Daniel Jones is in the mix there as, as well and so you know I think it's hard to get a true evaluation you know I think he's made some you know uh, some adjustments and fixed some of the turnover problems but you know overall just did not you know score 
enough offensively. And, you know, I think it's not it's not just the quarterback problem. It's from receiver injuries, the running back injuries, the offense, you know, just uh, problems kind of across the board that make it, make it tough to get a true analysis of, of what you have. And so I think they got to, you know, dive deep and, and really look at, what what the other options are uh, as well, and, and do you you know give them another year to try to uh, have a have a feel, or do you you know make a trade and, and get an established guy, or, or go to the draft? Obviously, so I mean it's it's not not, not none of these are are easy decisions to make. Um, you know, I don't think I I don't. There's not an easy answer. There's not a right answer right. necessarily. It's just trying to trying to make the best and and. And, and and make some of those tough decisions. That's why, you know, hey, you are the owner or you are the GM and head coach because you're, you're you know, qualified to make those tough decisions. Eli, really appreciate your, your time. I I'm, I'm, uh, always enjoy when you come on here, and uh, I'm really loving the Manning cast with you and your brother. And I know sometimes – next one is, is this Monday? Are you doing this Monday, Dolphin Saints? Is that what you're doing? No, we got, we got, we're doing the following ones. We got uh, uh, Steelers. And Brown. Oh gosh, that's going to be yeah. Oh, that's then we got a playoff one. We're doing the, the Monday right. night playoff game. That's so that'll right. Be exciting. That will be exciting for that for sure. And uh, look, I know if you're ever needing time of tap dancing, uh, I'm there. You know, uh, at home. If you need me to come on and <laughs> sing some karaoke, you know, uh, and Peyton certainly knows since I've awakened him yeah. many times at the Pro Bowl. Um, <laughs> you know, one in the morning. You know, I can fill some time if necessary. I'm there for you. Always. You know Always. I've got your back. If we have you on, you have to sing karaoke. What what are you going to sing? That's life. Certainly, since if you're tap dancing, I think it works. You know what I mean? Like, that's life. Sometimes things don't work out. They don't bounce your way. But, you know, shot down in April, you know, uh, uh, come back in May. That's it. You know what I mean? There it is. That's it. I hear hear you. You know that. I'm I'm there for you, Eli. Have a great (laughs) holiday with you and your family. And my best to your whole, best to your folks. Please send my best. Oh, by the way, I got Lane, I got Lane Kiffin coming up uh, next hour. You got any message from for him at all? Uh, go 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 win in the, in the Sugar Bowl. Let's okay. go. Okay. Go to New Orleans. Go okay. to my hometown. There you go. Oh, hey, oh, stay away from the hurricane. Okay. And by the way, I'm, I'm and I'm sure he would. Okay, <laughs> I will do that. And I'm sure he'd want me to write write back at you and say hello to your your nephew for him. I think that's probably what he would like as well. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> no doubt. No, Lane's done a great job. More. He's got Ole Miss playing great football. So it's been fun, fun to be an Ole Miss fan uh, this year. Okay. Take care of yourself, Eli. You're the best. All right, Rich. Thanks, you Right All back right. at you. The Have Eli you. Manning Show host. And check out the latest episode on the Giants YouTube page, December 30th. With Bill Murray. That is going to be a fun watch. Eli's had... Uh, over 5 million video views across this platform. There you go, bro. Very good. Yeah, he had a Sopranos episode. It was the most watched show on the Giants platforms in 2021. Oh. Yeah, he had um, uh, Steve Shrippa and Michael Imperioli. Nice. They have a podcast together about Sopranos. Right, so sense. I think that's what they, yeah. were, they were all doing. Pretty cool stuff, man. That's awesome. Yes, indeed. Very much so. It's weird that even though... Do you he- think I did say the right thing for Lane Kiffin? Say hi to your nephew for is that, me. Is that well, tampering? I, I think that Eli can't say much because that's probably tampering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say hi to your nephew for me. Uh, what is Arch? So 10th grade, right? No, he's a junior. This junior, year. okay. Yeah, yeah. 
He could sling it. Number one player in 2023. His nephew could sling it. His nephew could start for NFL team. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. I think Washington would take him tonight if they could. (laughs) Uh, Cleveland would have taken him last night, probably. Probably. All right, we will take a break. Our new (laughs) segment, Rise and Shine, when we come back and more of your phone calls, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. What did you just say with uh, Kevin Stefanski? Yeah, uh, Stefanski has said this morning that he is not yet cleared. Neither has Case Keenum or Baker Mayfield. So uh, the Browns are still uh, have their key members in protocol. And it looks like it's going to be until the end of the week, until those guys are uh, hopefully test negative and are ready to go. I mean, we saw it last night. Nick Mullins obviously did his best, but... Um, no, I, I, he was I, unable to get a victory uh, when they really needed it. Yeah, no, I, and, and it's crazy if you look at the standings, Rich. Yeah. Had they won, they would have been the fourth seed. Yeah. And instead, they lose, fall to 7-7. Seven and seven, They are the 12th seed. That's how crazy yeah. that it is one, in, in one kick, right now. In one kick. In one kick right there. So um, that's crazy if they're not going to be able to. It's crazy. Field a, a whole team on, on Christmas Day, and, and the Browns had an opportunity to win the division. Last or be in first place last night. Well, it seems like they still again they have a chance to win alive. the division. Yeah, everything's still alive because they all play each other in the last three weeks. And you could say the Raiders made a late push to be uh, the first team to be featured in a new segment here on the Rich Eisen Show. Oh. Yes, uh, I'm back together. Courtyard and I, we can't quit each other. <laughs> Why would you want? <laughs> we just yeah. can't quit. You know the number of times I get people who say, "I just checked into a courtyard. Where were you?" <laughs> like you were yes, the front desk. And, and if you remember, <laughs> were you just always there, there was there. a commercial campaign, and yeah. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago because, bless his soul, Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker were in the spot as Denver Broncos who were helping people in the bistro, mm-hmm. and I was checking people in at the front desk of a courtyard by Marriott. <laughs> right. And they were very popular commercials. And people still say, you know, hey, I was just there. Where, where were you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just go to the bistro and, and chill out, okay? <laughs> I'll meet you there. Um, see you in a minute. Yes. So uh, a segment we are calling Rise and Shine. Love it. Uh, but it's R-E-I-S-E-N. Okay. You see what we're doing here? Because Eisen. Yes. Add the R. Yes. Wow. Rise and Shine. Nice. About a team or a group on a team or a player balling out on the road and shining out on the road just like you could do with a courtyard 
by Marriott's day. So, first up, though, they got in first. Because, you know, we were sticking to the plan. Because <laughs> we're doing this on Tuesdays. The uh, New Orleans Saints defense. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all thought division game could be tough for the Bucks with the Saints coming in. Certainly with the way that they played earlier this year and lost to them. That was a game in which Jameis went down. And certainly since they lost both regular season contests last uh, year, the Bucks to the Saints, but that was when Breeze was there, right? Mm-hmm. And, so, and so you put it all together and you've got yourself a big-time performance that even though we saw the signs, came out of nowhere. Four sacks, two takeaways. Shutting out Tom Brady for the first time since 2006. That was 255 straight starts without being shut out, including the playoffs. Crazy. And then they held the Bucks to just six of 19 on third down, and the one fourth down they went for it didn't come up with it. And they, they, I mean, the the one thing you can also show because you could see how it went down in terms of keeping Brady off balance and making sure he couldn't throw over the middle. And yes, he lost his three main weapons. That's not helpful, but this. Bang thing was being applied before Evans, Godwin, and Fournette went out of the game. But the visual of Tom Brady throwing equipment and then staring into the abyss is all you need to know for a Saints team that needed it in the worst way. Their coach, their staff ravaged by COVID-19. Sean Payton's had it before and got it again, just like Stefanski, my goodness, in Cleveland. They came up with it just when they needed it. They were in the seven-seed spot for a fleeting moment, and they are still in this mix, in the playoff mix. And if they can play defensively like this, and Taysom Hill can confuse people as to whether he's got it or handing it off to Alvin Kamara, maybe the Saints can shock the world in the first round of the playoffs at the very least. So the first uh, feature of our Rise and Shine segment brought to you by Courtyard by Marriott or the New Orleans Saints defense. And again, this segment is brought to you by my friends at Courtyard by Marriott as the official hotel of the NFL for 11 years and counting. Courtyard by Marriott is proud to fuel your love of the game all season long. Whether you're on the road, when you're on the road, no reason to miss out on watching the game. You can meet at the Bistro Bar to cheer on your favorite team with good food and good company. Traveling to an out-of-town game with over 1,000 hotels across the U.S., Courtyard is the perfect place for you to stay near the stadium. And if you're a Marriott Bonvoy member... Discover even more ways to earn and redeem points with access to exclusive NFL experiences at Courtyard by Marriott. Passion moves us forward. Where will yours take you? That's uh, our new segment, Rise and Shine, brought to you by Courtyard by Marriott. I, I still can't believe that game. 9 nothing. the Saints. Cam Hayward just dominating. Jordan. Cam Jordan, sorry. Yes. Dominating the offensive line for Tampa. Tom Brady. Didn't look like himself. Probably lost the MVP. It's possible. And it looks like the Bucks are suddenly, eh, are they Super Bowl teams or not? Like, Or you just say it's it's a it's division opponent game. that has yeah, a number. I don't know, man. And because Brady, don't forget, last year, Brady was the first time he'd ever gotten swept by a division opponent his entire career. Like, hey, you're not in the AFC East anymore, you know, yeah, Dorothy. And, and, and then... And then he ended Breeze's career. And then he went into their house oh, and ended Breeze's career. 
Doesn't you know? Feel sent right. Breeze to NBC. I don't. I mean, I don't. Know. So you know? Yeah. That's, I guess that's I, that. I, I feel and the not as g- optimistic as last year watching that. Well, game. and the reason why you might think is that, that could that be a blueprint for others? As you know, it's a copycat league, and Godwin's out. Yeah. But Brown's coming back. I know. And you'll see. We shall see what happens. Don't go anywhere because Lane Kiffin's about to join us. I haven't. I I don't remember the last time I spoke to him. No, he was on maybe a couple years ago. I don't I remember like. last time. I do remember the one uh, Senior Bowl I called. He was the coach of the uh, the Raiders. Oh, he was just wearing all black. Wearing all black. He, he no, refused to wear the Raider no logo. Uh, logo. Right. And we're like, uh oh, something's up. <laughs> something's up. And then Richard <laughs> Jefferson to talk about the NBA in our. Number two, and you at 844-204-RICH. Phone lines are lit. If you're on hold, stand hold. We're going to take your phone calls right here on the Rich Eisen Show, whether you're listening terrestrially or coast to coast or watching us. 